1: Welcome, Brian. Welcome back to one and a half Days, the queer podcast, where we sort of talk a wee bit and then go on a hiatus for a wee while, but then we come back, so it'll it be fine. Yeah. And this little episode is a little surprise episode. Surprise! Well um, nice. nice. a Surprise for me as well. Surprise for Theo. I says, let's record. Um, I've been on the apps you know as 1Bs <clears throat> I've kind. been all different kinds I've been on you know Airbuds, I've been on Instagram yeah. I've been on LinkedIn and I think Do they have Wrapped? they all have Wrapped and I think the biggest inspiration was Spotify Wrapped well obviously they I both. sort of thought how cool is Spotify Wrapped that you can sort of go back over your year and look at your music you're never going to speak in this podcast <laughs> You're never going to speak. I just meant crickets for me. This is monologuing. I'm monologuing. I'm in the crickets for from- me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Theo has just poured water all down him. We are also recording this podcast in beautiful video format. So I'll maybe upload it to a Patreon soon. And you'll get see Theo drench himself in Who's going to pay for inconsistent content? Me, Mom. <laughs> uh, but that's what's happening in the new year. We'll get on to the new year a wee bit sooner or later, much. So yeah. I just wanted to come on. Obviously I am Jordan Paul, actor, photographer, extraordinaire. I do Oh, you're gonna say that. I really do everything. And I'm joined again, once again, with familiar face to the podcast, Theo Trainer, who is a writer, director, melodramatist. I don't know, what would you explain? Aye. No. Aye, we'll do that. <laughs> so, welcome back, Theo. It's been a minute. Welcome back to the studio. To the studio. It's been a while since we've recorded, yeah. Yeah. Um, a, few <laughs> <laughs> a few months. A few
2: months!
1: Yes, it has. It's been a while. It's been a little minute. It's been the summer. Um, We last... No, well, okay, well. Well. Wow. Right. wow. In the studio, which is your conservatory. Yeah, was the conservatoire. Conservatoire, the Dillette movies finale. But then we did try to record an episode remotely and uh, some troubles were had we even went through the trouble of promoting the episode that never (laughs) that never came out it's gone (laughs) Uh, GBNF there was effort there was too much effort it's so sad tears were shed tears in the club um so I thought what a good episode that we'll have today to recount on our year not only recount recount one and ah Three, Nine, two, eight, seven, one. Eight. um So yeah, we'll go back over our year, both as a podcast, both as individuals, both as either wrappers of pop culture, and we'll see what the year has brought us. Twenty twenty-three. What did it happen for? i I love the craft. The craft So, shall we begin? Hi, let's go on there, it no. is So here, I thought we could start off with probably what a year is measured by. Probably what, you know, you look back on years, you don't think about who was arguing with who. You don't think about what shoes you bought. You think about what was in the news. That's not true. I associate these shoes with this year, actually. Wrapped. They're wrapped. They're wrapped. So, 2023 in news. In notable events, weather and sports, I thought, you know, a lot of shit's happened this year. Right. In the news. You know, we had, obviously, Israel, that whole conundrum. We had the anniversary of the Russian war on Ukraine. One year. One year, more like years. Feels like a minute, doesn't it? I suppose because it's been like on and off. Oh, it's nearly been for two years, a while. actually. Yeah, I think it was like January. Anyways. Yeah. Um. I thought let's not dwell on the depressing yeah, and let's just recount funny little things in the news that we all laughed at and some joyous things as well. Okay. The end of that. So the first thing I remember which I feel like you know in 2095 when I'm in my little care home and I'm watching back looking at oh, what did I do in 2023? What happened that year? The first thing that's going to come to mind is the Titan submarine. Wow. <laughs> that, I... <laughs> that was January or what I think it was July yeah, yeah. no yeah Mom, Summer? it was recent yeah Um. nah because I would have been here I remember being with talking to uh, maybe it someone was June. I worked with and she was making beverages, jokes was, about it it was so funny Sorry. it was definitely I was here so it was after April I think it was June actually maybe June but um it was such a strange time because everyone knew about it why did yeah I mean, everyone knew about it. it. It was controlled by the PlayStation controller. Well, not quite. It was like even knockoff of that. Yeah. And it was like... It was the Wish version. And did he not say something like... The, the owner was like... Safety is like... Something that gets in the way of things or something. Yeah! Uh, oh, it's something so funny! funny. Like... It just, <laughs> it just felt doomed to the point where I was like, what the fuck? And I remember like... Per wee boy, I remember I would have met people. I would have met my friends, and you wouldn't even have said hello. You would have been like, 17 hours of oxygen left." That was how you greeted people back in day. And the funny thing is that they died. They were they already had, dead. Yeah, they, they had, imploded. They had no oxygen um, even from one hour. Yeah, they, I think it was an hour after they went down. It wasn't. I don't know how long it was. So we were all like, "Oh no, find them!" Um, they like went down. They got to a point where they popped. Popped off, mom. Yeah. Um. But I just thought, thought that it was head. funny. Obviously, so sad. You know, four people lost their lives, and the company are probably being sued hundreds of millions. But we had a little laugh. Eat the rich, as the wheels say. Yeah. Well, they did. Well, <laughs> they did. They weren't souped. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. They were drinking up because um they said we're thirsty for these rich boys on the there wasn't bus. Much left on the bus? On what was that? Submarine. Submarine. Submersive, Submersive vehicle. vehicle. Um, so I always think that is like a big part of the news this year. News. Another joyous celebration that happened was the King's coronation. I did crickets watch it. from you. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it? Did I watch it? Did you partake um, in festivities? May I don't know. I didn't watch it. I think we were at home and we stuck the TV on and we were like commentating over it. Wait, I think it was May because the Eurovision. It was May. A similar era. Were you there? For the king's coronation or yeah, for the Eurovision? Like, at mine, at, in the for, the for the for, Eurovision, well, yeah. Well, yes, but for King Cory because I think it would have been around the same time. Maybe. I don't we think we are both in the same way. That's a lot. I think they might have been, but we were more focused. Who's the taxpayer, me? No, I think it was <laughs> just after my birth. No, I don't fucking know. We should have done more. When was rep? King Charles coronated? Right in. Let us know this historic event. We'll Google it. That we seconds, lived through and didn't care. Um, so that happened. I just remember it being so awkward. I just remember not caring. No. I remember being livid about the cost of it. Remember. It was, like, <laughs> so <a> much <laughs> money. It's gonna be a lot of, that happened? That, really? Oh, I That's our go. raft. We've been quite distant this year. <laughs> We've just been silly forgetting things. We've just been so goofy. I just remember putting the crown on Camilla's head instead of, like, sitting there taking it. She was like, oh, I'm here. She was like, oh. Was well, she? Like, she's like poking her hair. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I didn't even watch it. I, I don't remember. I mean, I think we may have turned it off and on and off and on. It it was was just, what's runners. happening now? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Okay. was going to be nothing the whole time anyway. It wasn't like, you know, when the Queen died that day. I was like glued to Sky News. I said, what's happening? But that Life, was 2022. Cause... So enough about that. <laughs> Long in the past. What else happened to you? Eurovision. Eurovision was hosted in the UK. <gasps> The first time this
0: Separate. is a century,
1: is it millennium as well? Well, yeah, technically, I guess. The first time since like the nineties, yeah, when Katrina and the Waves won. Katrina and the Waves, and the waves. I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, so it's been like a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I was hosted in Liverpool. We were there soaking up all the rays and fun. Yes, um, so much fun. Um, Such a great fun? week. I know, Ruslan. It was so fun. I loved the Eurovision. I love the run-up to Eurovision in the UK. Yeah. Because for so many years, for the past, like, 21 years of my life, it was, like, this wee silly goofy thing that no one ever heard or talked about, and I went to my grandparents to watch it, and no one our age gave a fuck. And then all of a sudden, Eurovision happens, and everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. I says, get your own thing. Joke. I love what are you holding my keys for? Because this is a Eurovision key ring. I have a Eurovision lanyard. This is from Rotterdam. No, yeah. or is that from Italy? Ah, uh, Rotterdam, 2020. it was cancelled. Right. Um. Rip. Oh, that, that was, was my really keys. Live. Um. So yeah, Eurovision was great. Yeah, what never, else happened? We're going next year as well. Year. We're going next year. We have confirmed that tickets. So we'll be seeing you live what studio we... special from Malmo. Yeah, what, what about we do that? That'd be fun. Should I apply for a press pass? That would be fucking funny. Yes. Oh, Right then, should I apply for a press pass Keep the key. for the Eurovision Song Contest 2024 in, in Malibu, Malmo, Sweden? Sweden. Um... Uh, can't <laughs> wait. I'm so excited. What else happened this year? Yes, um, Daniel Khalifa. Khalifi? Huh? Um, what the fuck are you? Saying? Was his name Daniel? Daniel? Let me check my notes. I think it was Daniel. Daniel Khalif. E. What the fuck are you talking? Show me that. He was a prisoner, and he escaped from Wandsworth Prison in London. Was on the run for four days. <gasps> oh. And only got like two miles away. I said "Grow up. Not I could sure do better." He was just obviously. He doesn't watch Hunters on Channel Four. No.
0: So because if he did, he would do
1: better. Not to, like go to cafes and stuff and sit there. Well, he did. Apparently, he was like sneaking about or something. I don't know. Oh, I thought you might have had a bit more info on that, because I don't don't really remember much, but that's going to be this episode. Can't mind that, can't mind that. I've never (laughs) heard that expression in my life. I think it's more of a deary thing. Oh, is it? Sorry, I didn't know. Ah, (laughs) That was the Eurovision moment on BBC News. Did you know that uh, Eurovision has come to Liverpool? There was the McDonald's in uh, no Liverpool one. She was like, sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> so I said you should be sorry on your knees and grovel, mama. And then they got her for the the trailer, uh, like the intro trailer thing. Did they I get her? That or did they just used that clip? No, it was new because I, it it was the Vivian was like she changed her, her top. Yeah. yeah and, then they, and then they turned around. I don't fucking know. It was like a new clip. They got her. New clip. They got her. Good. Ah, let her go. Let her go. Um. <laughs> so that's all the news I really have to talk about yeah um kind well, of depressing year for news awful. nothing joyous has happened really um no wait i was about to say deaths but i believe that's another segment you think that's good news no This going more news do you think the birth of christ lots of death yeah we'll be having a little in memoriam section because there were some big deaths this year that really hit me Big year for deaths. It was a big year for deaths. We all thought twenty sixteen was bad. No, I think twenty twenty three rivals it. Not quite. Big year for dead people. They are dying. <laughs> it's a yeah. I was gonna say they're living, like but Reaper, they're not. This is Grim Reaper's. Like he went platinum this year. Yeah, he popped off. He went actually triple diamond. He said deluxe edition. <laughs> he went <laughs> gatefold LP <laughs> deluxe edition with a bonus LP. Oh no, I'm sorry, bonus EP. And top the charts. edition. Boonless edition? Top of the album charts. Album charts. So anyways, let's fuck the news because So, depressing oh. um. so anyways, on to film and to that. So to the- it was a big year for film. Yes. It was a really, really big year, I think obviously we had the whole sort of c- cinematic 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 c- 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 <laughs> c- cinematic you know in the, in the picture in, houses in the, the it was the release um and it was big it was barbenheimer yeah and it was good did you see the film i saw yes that whenever barbie land was uh, ever nuked it was nuked nuked and, and the effects that that had on the history of the world. Yes, because as we know, quite like um, Atlantis, Barbie Land, you know, it's a place where civilization came from. And And where they went to die. Yeah, where people went to die. And sort of, it was sort of like looked at almost as a purgatory sort of thing. And until, you know, Robert J. Oppenheimer from Deriaki, he invented uh, this big bomb that blew it all up into smithereens and, you know, everything that was pink then turned to green. And yeah. that is now why we have Greenland instead of Barbieland because that's where it happened. And it was a film sort of exploring the troubles of. The troubles? The troubles. The troubles. It's ah! a troubles film. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. Barbie's car. Sorry, never mind. What? Barbie's car is a petrol bar? No! Ah! <laughs> so, anyways, no, we have Barbenheimer, which was the release of Christopher Luland's Oppenheimer at the same time. Uh, who directed Barbie? Oh, Mark- Martin Scruz, Martin Scorsese's Barbie film. And I'm. we saw them both. We're being a bit goofy. We're in a funny, silly goofy. It was Greta Gerwig, silly. Greta Gerwig? <laughs> Her Gerwig girl went. <laughs> <laughs> I was Gurskalt. Gurskalt's mom. Gurskalt. <laughs> um, is she Swedish? No. Oh. Gretna. So. It sounds Swedish. Yeah, Gretna. Or... <laughs> I can't do a Swedish accent. Swedish? Gretna <laughs> Gerwig. I um, need to learn how to English. Speaking of that. Young right. Royals. So we saw day. we saw them both, right? We saw them both. Yeah. Uh what did you think? Did you have a strong favorite over the two? Well, did they both affect you in the same ways? Uh, yeah, well, um or saw Barbie first. Yes, because it was easier because of the cinema nearby. Well, they were all obviously every cinema showing cinema was showing these films, but we wanted to see yeah. Oppenheimer in IMAX, which was a bit farther away. So Barbie was at easy first. But it was because of the screen ratios or something. It just looks better, sounds better. Ah, it was a better experience. Yeah, all well, so the way like, the film was intended to be. Yeah, we want to see it that way. get up. Oh yeah, it up. Oh, anyway, that's Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. We saw Barbie first um i enjoyed Mike's the time it was a fun little movie watch uh i don't have a desire to see it again at the minute mm. but maybe someday um it was like yeah i was perfectly content with it um i didn't think very much of it in retrospect you gave it like a salt like a good review yeah when good. i came out of uh what are we talking about barbie yes uh <laughs> when i came out of barbie Barbara. i went on to my you know my letterboxd account and i i gave it three stars no, i give it four um but sitting with that now, after, you know, not comparing it to every film I've ever seen, but every film that I've cinematically seen this year, yeah, um, it, it falls short, yeah, I feel, okay. on quite a few marks. And I don't know if that's because, you know, I'm not a woman, but I, it just, it didn't really resonate with me. I felt, I felt like it was trying to do far too much. There was a lot happening, to be fair. It felt like a box ticker. Rather than it felt like a film that wanted to be made, does that is that rude? Well, like they said, I something tell me that they said that the original script was much longer, and I feel like instead of taking out full bits, they just chopped down the bits into shorter bits. Yeah, maybe there me? was some substance in the original script. Maybe it was like longer, but they wanted to keep most of it, but they just shaved it down a bit. If that makes sense, maybe that's that, what happens. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It wasn't a long film. No, it was like. I was it ninety know. minutes? I think it was a bit over that. No wait. I it remember when it came out people were like, Oh yay, like finally a like, you know, because movies are getting quite long these days. Yeah. Like I remember that being a celebration. Because yeah. obviously on the other hand you have Oppenheimer which was, which was three hours, a bit over. Him. Um three hours and two minutes I think it is. <laughs> um What well, Christopher Nolan loves Lass- it. He loves he loves it. And scene. we loved Oppenheimer. Let's chat about Oppenheimer. We went to see it in a little omniplex near you. Uh, <laughs> I've seen them all. And I loved it. I, I really, really, really liked it. it. I was gripped. I, yeah. I didn't think. I thought um, I hadn't seen any of... Who was it? Christopher Nolan? Yeah. I haven't seen any of his work. You've i have seen the Dark Knight films. Oh, I didn't know that was him. Yeah. I've seen the Dark Knight. We've the seen, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, all of them. All three of them. I've seen the first two. Batman Begins? No. Oh, never mind. So you've seen the second two? The second and the third? The Dark Knight ones? No, I've seen The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, which were the last, second movie and the third. Oh, movie I didn't trilogy. know that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I've Batman seen those. Batman Begins was
1: the first one. Yeah. I watched it, but it. Um, it was alright. I, I don't really remember Batman Begins. <laughs> um, I haven't seen though because I didn't see it. Have you seen Inception? No, I've never seen Interstellar? Inception. Interstellar? No. Uh, that's, I think that's the extent of mine. I saw Gravity. Was that him? No, that was uh, Alfonso Clause of Peron. Oh, I didn't like it very much, so I'm glad it wasn't him. But, um, no, we saw Oppenheimer, and in my mind, I had him aligned with a director who makes films for old men with cigars. <laughs> like, um, well, like, no, is okay. it Martin Scorsese? Who done Killers of the Floor, Moon? Yeah, he makes... Right, okay, we're... whatever, I'm not talking about... I kind of enjoyed, because it doesn't matter, I kind of enjoyed it, I kind of did, but you hated I it. I give it one star, anyway... I despised the film. But anyways, Oppenheimer was great. I gave it five stars. Yeah. What did you give it? I give it five stars. Five stars, five star review, and from us, that's rare. You know, very few films <laughs> have been given five stars from the two of us. Oh, we are, yeah. Like, I can't even think I can name another one. The Pianist. Possession. Yeah, well, I regret. What did you? Give I don't Birdman? like talking about the Pianist because of who made it. Oh, but um, Birdman, I give it five stars. I yeah. give Birdman five too. Um, maybe that's it. Maybe there's only um, a few. Th- I give Possession first. I think I give it four. Okay um but anyway yeah so oppenheimer was great and to me although it didn't nuke the box office (gasps) Uh, i think it was a much it did well barbie felt like a money maker and oppenheimer felt like a passion project yeah do you know what i mean it felt like a project yeah it was like even the way it was like spliced together and it was like oh the different acts and it was like i don't know like the way he was like he looked like he was like he had a big board and he had written all that but was cutting it together and he going it felt cared about yeah where barbie didn't very meticulously made did barbie feel too cling in comparison well i feel like it needed to be a bit like i don't know i feel like but even in the real world like in the real world and for those who haven't seen it luckily um there's like very clear distinctions of barbie land and the real world which is obviously our reality but even in the real world it was a bit too surreal for me that i didn't like like when they were all in the boardroom and they all went, Sweden! <laughs> but we laughed. We laughed because of the absurdity of it. But, but to you me, I was like, Mattel, why is this? But Mattel was too uh, surreal to be in the real world in the first place. But I feel like they are the Branch bridge between, between the two. So yeah, I feel like, uh, that, yeah. you know. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Okay, I'll not watch it again. I'll, maybe we um, soon. Let's talk about more cinematic releases. The year of 2020... What year? 2023 <laughs> in film. I just wanted to say two. <laughs> 2022 moment. I'm still in lockdown, mind. I really, really am. Um, I watched last mm. night. I was actually on my Netflix and I was scrolling through my films. And yes. I, I seen a film called Alive, which I think was made in lockdown. Of oh, its foreign film. Hashtag alive, I think it's called. I'm alive. And yeah. It's just, I was like, oh yeah, lockdown. And then I went, oh, I'm not in lockdown. I can go to the shop if I want. I couldn't. Well, it was closed, but you know, I was. It was like, oh, I'm not here anymore. Yeah, and it was just quite strange to me. I thought, I don't know. I've left that mindset a while ago, and I, oh, I don't miss it actually. I, I just feel like I go back into it, especially when I'm seeing films, and I'm very aware that you know the big money makers are being made. Well, like Oppenheimer, Barbie were probably made. You know, not long after lockdowns were were happening, weren't happening. You know, we're coming to an end. I'm trying of to think. I remember like Barbie's filming process was also quite publicized was it like lockdown vibes do no you know? i don't think no it wasn't lockdown. it was post lockdown but i still remember yeah. do you remember like the beach scene where they were like uh roller skating i think that was the first i remember that they were at miami beach wasn't that, it well, no they were in like los angeles like not miami beach no miami's in florida oh in you're the right opposite end of the country uh quite literally i thought it was miami beach no it's venice beach venice beach sorry <laughs> what would you call me what do you fucking call me oh god well i um, mean we, we can briefly say our have we like the worst movie release that we saw of this year yeah it was probably insidious right yeah, yeah. *Insidious* the red door i think i give it one um, star i give it half a star i really to be fair i could be persuaded to go down and you know what <laughs> I, I i actually i feel bad because it was his di- directorial yeah, it debut was patrick wilson watson patrick wilson patrick, wilson. patrick wilson's yeah. directorial debut and that made me want to love it because I love Patrick Wilson. I think he's a beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah. Um and that gutted me. Also shout out to other low films of the year. Um Five Nights of Freddy's. I didn't watch it. It got a one star from me. I feel like that, <laughs> Did not care about it I at all. I feel like it's very much a film for people who are fans of that anyway. Of, see uh, yeah, maybe. But I didn't I didn't bother watching it at all because I didn't it care about anyway. kind of I'm actually I'm just glancing at my letterbox here and it's actually been like a good year for film for me. Same. Unless like, I just haven't rated shit ones. Because yes. to be fair, I was on uh, Sky Cinema. Shout mm-hmm. out Sky Cinema. The other day, looking through like new and upcoming, and I saw like a few films, and I was like, oh, I saw that in the cinema this year. Yeah, Didn't think about it. Like there was this god awful one. I think, was it maybe Keanu Reeves? Oh, weird. no. Was, was it, in it a... John Wick? No, it was called... Well, John Wick is on my lower end of ratings as well. It's on was it three called? stars, which isn't even that bad. <laughs> like that's quite good oh oh it was called 64. what the fuck is that? fucking worst film i've ever seen no it's not licorice pizza um it was a really bad film basically the whole premise was i'm gonna say it was kelly reeves i think it was if not it was a similar straight man um a and County's group great similar straight man if it wasn't him okay but um it was basically the premise was they were like aliens and they're like a little spaceship crash-landed to the earth but it was 64 Million years ago, Billion years ago, and the dinosaurs were here. Yeah, and it was fucking awful. It was really, really bad. It was Gravity meets Jurassic World meets shit. I didn't like it, shit, at all. Also, low ratings of the year. I have. I'm sorry, Killers of the Flower Moon. Boring. Get a move on. All right, I'm. I'm not getting into it. I mean, like, I remember. I don't know. Fine. No, (laughs) I just don't understand why it dragged so much it was very slow paced but i knew that was what it was going to be anyway i just feel like i was prepared for that i don't think you well that's fine i mean i was fucking bored stupid i feel like a 10 minute scene could have been 30 seconds and that was the film (laughs) do you know what i mean i i i think i was sitting in a very comfortable cinema as well i was fully just sitting there absorbing yeah i was completely i fell asleep twice Um, and I woke up, I guess what, still the same scene, yeah, because right. we had not went anywhere. Oh, it bothered me my, so. Some of my mid-releases were John McFour, unfortunately. I didn't see it. Well, I don't know. Anyway, Rena was a great part of that. You uh, mean ha- that? Haunting of Venice. It was be- didn't see it. Better than the other two Poirot films, but still not great. Uh, Red, White and Royal Blue was like, like on the cusp of, like I was yeah. like, I liked it. I loved the book. <laughs> yeah um, it was so like oh it's so good but then like these i don't know what it was It was like red white and Royal blue i uh, know i okay first of all i still liked it and i was like oh yeah that was that yeah was, i liked it i enough. gave it two and a half oh i gave it like i think i forgot what i gave it. um anyway i was like oh yeah i but a part of what i liked about the book was that there was like a lot more characters that they made you actually care about but they were completely forgotten about in the film it the felt entire, the like, film it was just Th- those two the yeah film. Just those and no i haven't read the book so i feel like i'm quite an honest view that's fine of the film but um yeah maybe i'm biased i felt i didn't not like it. i liked it i enjoyed the film yeah but i would have loved it if i was 15. yeah maybe it felt very maybe like it was a lot more if i were watching like a john green adaptation now yeah. like if i was stick on the fault in our stars i would stick on uh paper Towns. it's the similar it's not too complicated but there's big stakes yeah no, I just didn't do you know what I mean it, didn't it was not like, cared for I'm like the, I was gonna even okay a little bit of spoilers like the scandal of them being together and yeah. coming out because of course it's the first son of the United States and fucking Prince of England whatever get on yeah but that story that was like that was like detrimental I was like it was like you were like fuck. like it was awful but in the in the, in the movie they were like oh yeah like, like crowds cheering shit yeah like immediately but the crowds don't you don't really fit like there was no backlash but the bar that one was huge with, and the whole thing with like who was like, it terry wogan no it was stephen fry Stephen Fry. in the fucking book that there was a queen in the book i think well obviously i think but like she was oh, like yeah, she, she was Mark. absolutely i think i remember like the whole meeting like the mm. damage control meeting but like, she the queen was a fucking like there's no way How the hell is this happening like like it was a lot oh, more high God. stakes yeah but then it was just like in the end like the cries were cheering and the, the king or whatever was like all right yeah i <laughs> was like let them be good yeah literally oh, and i was like oh, oh. What the fuck? i was a bit over it i just i don't know yeah, yeah. anyway i want more sad queer <laughs> Not well, no no i like happy queer but um yeah know, make it more dramatic <laughs> yeah hunger games hunger games we had a new installment in the hunger games franchise written famously by suzanne um <laughs> or suzanne or suzanne she's down the road there. she's actually from balamina well her name was suzanne i don't know suzanne mcconkey and <laughs> that's her name right. uh that was the least northern irish surname name i could think of Do what, you know why? i had a p4 teacher called miss mcconkey that's why i came to mind and she had a, like a country accent so i thought <laughs> she had a cut she country, she, her accent was giving <laughs> cunt country Country. Um, (laughs) are you coming to the cat hanging country country? uh but no no, there was a new installment and i liked it it explored the world of Panem a bit more it you know referenced some characters we i will say i didn't like the referencing of Katniss. well like what the plant being the, the Katniss plant there's a line in the film spoilers i don't think it's in the book um where coriolanus Snow Keep says that, yeah. to uh the dancing one, "What's her name? Lucy Gray." Yeah. Um. He goes, "Oh, is that um Katniss?" You yeah. know, he doesn't say. No, does not but I don't think he says, "Oh, is that like Snow Tramp or whatever it's called?" <laughs> Swamp Rot, <or laughs> right? Swamp Root. I don't know the <laughs> Swamp name. Swamp Rot. Swamp Rot. And she goes, she holds the me floor, and she goes, "It's too early for Katniss." And then the music's like. <laughs> plays Katniss' theme from Catching Fire. No way. Yeah, and I just thought, I don't remember mm, that. I didn't need this. Um, well, I Because I, I remember going, Pfft, I didn't mind. In the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind that the plant was called Katniss. No, because I knew the ca- plant was called Katniss because that was established in the books of, the... in the aforementioned. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew that and that was fine. I just didn't like the line, <laughs> it's too early for Katniss. Could you imagine her like turning to the camera and being like, it's too early for catness. that's what it felt like. It <laughs> did I uh, it did not it, sit in the scene, it uh, stuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early for catness. I want you! <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I just give a rest. Is Lucy Greybird a fortune teller? Bird. Where's her ball? Is not Baird? bird it is bird you said bird is it bird. bird yeah lucy greg will fly away mom um i love. Um, i love the philip i liked I really it really enjoyed myself dinklage peter dinklage he was in it too and i love him he had such a good role as the little dean you don't need to say the little oh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the, well, I met the character because it was quite small the game maker no he wasn't a game maker dean high bottom yes. dean high bottom yeah 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 dean high bottom yeah. yeah i think so yeah, and Viola Davis, the creator of the games. Oh, she was fucking eight, shit, eight demolished. I want to know how she. I guess she's an older character in that, so she would have been dead. Long. Yeah, I was about to say. I wonder how she dies. I imagine she dies around the eighteenth Hunger Games. Looks oh, so like only eight more years. Yeah, because as yeah. the aforementioned film talks about the tenth one. Yes. yes, it's the tenth. Um, and we got a little. Do you know what I didn't like? I know. From the rumor mill from my little friends around the world that there is a four-hour cut of the film i would love i want it to, because <laughs> did you not think two films that basically i found out what was in it because i have sources mom. mama writing. i was researching was it mainly the third part post games and right it was the third part which spoilers is when he's a peacekeeper yeah it was an extra at least 30 minutes of that Great. and there was an extra 15 minutes at the very start, the dark days. So you're telling me that, that intro where they just... That said, intro where there was one scene where they looked at the a bin. Yeah. Wasn't like 15, 16 minute scene. They fucked off. He's, I well, says, where is it, Suzanne? Where, well, where is it? Then that, if it was two films, that would have made the first film longer than the second. And I would have liked it. Be fair. You know I, re- I really need a part one and two. And that's yeah. the first. Yes. Because that post-games, like whole espionage thing that could was have been amazing. amazing and it was, that really, was my like, favorite part of the film it was only like less than an hour yeah it was like 40 minutes i think something like that because it wasn't a long film i think it was what two hours 15 it something was like, like this whole thing like how do we escape district 12 and like live life yeah out of the districts like that could have been a oh and the scene spoilers where he's chasing her through the woods through the woods could have been it was like five minutes like, you you felt his paranoia. It could have been even scarier. It wasn't like a wee 20 minute, like, oh, should I have been boom, Mocking Jays. Yeah. It was like an actual, like, where is she? Well, it was quite long, I felt like. No, but it was like. Even longer? This was like a part of the film, as opposed to like a wee, like, that's a scene. This was like a, this is a moment. We're engulfed in this. We are with him. Is she here? Whose side are we on? And I think that was the sort of direction. But alas, it's not there. Hopefully, we get a lovely DVD with the 4-hour cut, because I want to see it. Yeah, what happened to like, because you used to do that a lot with DVDs, like release like the, the, the director's cut. Yeah. They don't do that shit anymore. No, everyone's boring, everyone's on streaming, Netflix like, and Disney Plus, and yeah. we're not getting DVDs and these good CDs and shit. Sorry, we're gonna turn our phones on, do not disturb us because our group time blowing off. Um, <laughs> they, 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 it was on, do not disturb I just forgot. Anyway, I wasn't. Um, so yeah, our we saw that, yeah, will we talk about the tops? We've talked about the bottoms. Sure. Um, so we and Theo thought we would be merry ho-ho and give you a little, little Christmas gift of telling you, our beloved listener, our top three films each of the year. Morning, noon, and night. That was quite good of me actually. That was breathy, <laughs> I felt it in my bones. Um, in my bone, <laughs> just the one. It was my elbow and... The um, crown could reboot and cast me as... Can I play Diana? Alright. Alright. That's not what you're meant to do. I'm going to Paris. Um, fuck him. <coughs> <laughs> fuck her. Camilla. Bitch. The That's three of us it. in this marriage me him in the holes. <laughs> don't ever put that anywhere no, anyways yeah, you want your you
0: want your knighthood i want fucking,
1: my night moment you i future. want my obe um yeah. OBEs. obes oh my god you call me fat <laughs> <OBEs>. <laughs> right, anyways we're going to start now with their top three. Oh yay before i can eat <laughs> <laughs> um Before I did right the, what was your third favorite film of the year this one took me by surprise sorry um <laughs> this one really took me by surprise shock Ooh, because ah! looking back i'm looking i'm surprised i would call this my third favorite mm. but like i remember really enjoying myself and it was quite long but i didn't care it was spider-man across the spider-verse when i left it, the review i said such fun such fun and it really was um... Visual, I've never seen it. What's it about? Visually gorgeous. <laughs> if I say what it's about, it's like another fucking movie that does the whole multiverse thing. But like. The what? The whole, like, you know, when there's multiple universes. I feel like lots of movies are doing that lately. Mm. That's like the new thing, multiverse. Oh, yeah. You know what mean? No. I don't think I've encountered it. Well, like. Like a Coraline like, thing. Well, like. Well, just thinking about like most of these fucking superhero b- bitches, um, I don't be watching them. Yeah, well, I don't to be watching. Uh, um, and what else? Yeah, I don't really fucking, know. whatever. The Hunger. Everything everywhere. That. It hasn't done all that. at once. I've seen that. I liked like, it. Yes, so, yeah. Um, that wasn't this year. Doctor Who's trying to fucking do it anyway. I haven't <laughs> was it anyway. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was like, this is such a fun movie. Spider Man. Visually Spielers. beautiful. One of the most prettiest animated films I've ever gonna seen. Watch it. Where can me and the listeners watch? I don't know. Disney Plus, maybe. Alas. i will never know. Up. I made that up. Um, do you want me to tell you my yeah. third favourite? Yeah. Okay, so it's new, but it's like actually good. And it has fermented itself for me. And oh. I do feel like if it came out oh, a bit wait, earlier in sorry. the year, it could have climbed a bit higher in my ranking. But I'm happy with third for now. Okay. I've just also noticed a movie that I've given the same rating, but oops, whatever. Oh, i be fine do you want to know my third what salt burn. G- having- right i didn't get the privilege to see it in I cinema i did Mama. um we started watching it at a little our little friend christmas she she but little start- friend christmas. it was getting late so we had to wrap it up like halfway yeah. through. and we also sort of thought we were like you know we'd had our cheese we had done our presents <laughs> and we thought is barry keegan sucking come out of a bath really how we want to spend the eve and i was yeah yes i do no but um <laughs> but the thing is i was loving it and i feel like it could have made and it... you haven't even got to the twist no I, well i know what happens but i feel like it could have made my like top three it could have pushed spider-man off the edge oh no it was by the way absolutely the other amazing my honorable mention is actually asteroid city as well actually asteroid Island. city was good by wes anderson but anyway that i didn't i too late anyway yeah i love saltburn i thought it was really good and for the first time in my life in my life as an individual uh-huh. who um, identifies as someone with an eyebrow piercing, because yeah. I have it here, Yeah, I was so glad to see representation on screen. And look so hot doing it. I says, Is that what I look like? Jacob. To you. I'm just calling Jacob on first name basis. Hey. Oh, I call him Jack. I don't think he likes that. Oh, he I... likes it. We were texting oh, earlier. Right. Well, he tells me he doesn't. He says, Gurgle might come and call me Jack. And I says, Done and done. Dusted. Um. Um, So, what was your second? (laughs) (laughs) What was your second film? My second favorite film is an Australian horror film called Talk to Me. Twenty-four. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They didn't direct it. They produced. No. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yes. Tell us about it, Janet. Well, it's made by these two directors. It's their debut, and it's basically a group of friends who discover like this hand. It's like a model hand. It's like psychic, and they hold it, and then you say um talk to me and then the <sighs> spirit appears before them what do they look like but only they can see well whatever the spirit looked like when they died oh right yeah you know? yeah and then, <laughs> uh, and then uh then they go i let you in and then the spirit possesses them for like no more than 60 seconds they set a timer and then they come out of it and they're, they feel all high like whoa that's crazy haha <laughs> <laughs> like i said to yeah. you, that I was like oh, it was probably about drugs <laughs> yeah and um, to be fair we discussed this yesterday or um top three films Yes. and spoiler alert talk to me is also my second favorite film of the year yes we yesterday it just... was first until i realized it was an allegory algorithm maybe metaphor so. yes. for drugs and it's... i liked it less because i thought listen up right i thought see when we were like younger uh-huh. we were young old queers and we were in school uh-huh. high school secondary school is it middle school upper school for the American listeners. Well, how old were we? Like 13? No, like 14, 15. That's, that's starting high school. I think for the Americans. Oh, do they have high school too. Yes. Middle school like, is like, like, like 10, 11, 12. Or like, no, no, no like I think like it's like 67. 11, 12, 13. I think 13 is whenever the end of middle school. And then and you go, go to high school, school. it like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 question mark. I thought went the college already. I don't know. Anyways, we were like that age, and there was this trend, right? And it was called Charlie, Charlie. And we well, got a wee bit of paper, right? And you went like crisscross, and you were yes, yes, diagonal from each other, and you were no, no. And you got two pencils, and you lined them up on the crosses, right? Obviously, one on top of the other, so it was move and balance. And yeah. you would start the seance. It was a seance. And you would say, you know, Charlie, Charlie, are you there? Yes. And he would answer and say, yes. Yeah, well he wouldn't well. speak but the pencil would move and you know you could ask him questions you'd be like oh like you know Will i moved to uganda and it would be like no. no and you could ask like oh will ukraine come sixth in the eurovision and it would go <laughs> yes. yes and you know it was like big games like that Oh well, rachel kiss d- me tomorrow like no yeah and it was basically like alleged that it was the spirit of this mexican ghost by what he was doing in lisbon in fucking 2016 no one knows what? but yeah. um I likened it to that, which was why I resonated well, with "Talk to I, Me." It was rather resonated it, with me. I think it was definitely inspired by all the paranormal trends that people did, like, yeah. like um, Bloody Mary. Like, <gasps> Bloody Mary is a big one. Yeah. see the other one that you looked at the mirror and said that I forgot about? There was other ones as well. Like, it was the Candy Man? Yeah, Candy Man. Yeah, Johnny Johnny. And Did you ever do any yeah. of them? No, I didn't fucking give a shit. I think Doesn't I might have done few Mary. times. Yeah. That, that, was like, that was like before. That was like the OG. Obviously aforementioned, yeah. I was in ardent abandon so well, like I would have been 11, 10. Younger? 10. Younger? 9? Yeah. Right. 8 or 9, I would have been. Fucking hell. Well, the Blue Nun was in Art and Abandoned. Yeah, my dorm, dorm <laughs> 5. Really? Oh, scary shit, yeah. Okay, for those of you who do not know, specifically some of our English people, Specifically anyone who isn't from Northern Ireland will not know this. Well, County specifically our country. <laughs> Yeah. No, because it's in County Down, Down and we're in oh. yeah. Anyways, um it was this little um like Camp sleep like sleep. Camp, camp. Yeah. Little sleep like camp thing for like people uh P six, P sevens or like Like you went to, yeah. And they had like, you know, they had bouldering, they had rock climbing, they had like archery. I remember yeah. archery. I remember the food wasn't very good, but alas, um and you know the aforementioned blue nun was this alleged ghost of a blue nun who lived in the attic or died in the attic or i can't remember the lore of the blue nun i thought it was the blue nun who died and then she was chained up oh okay i thought she had murdered someone there's always murder in my lore i say who murdered who and i get to the bottom of it some people here call me jillian anderson and i think it's valid because I am Gillian Anderson. Why? In the flesh. Why Gillian Anderson? She played a detective in The Fall. Oh, right, yeah. And The X Files, famously. Oh, but, yeah. but The Fall. I love The Fall. It's setting up. But anyways, um, and then The Wu Nan. I can't even remember how I mean, we've got to this story in the first place. I have no clue. No, I know What I... we were even talking about. I, know I have a fucking Gillian Anderson <laughs> in X Files. Because we were talking about I have no idea we were talking about paranormal trends as a kid which we think have influenced talk to me oh right yes but then why did i get because we brought up the blue nun just as a passing comment and now <laughs> we're really talking about it if you all like this episode tweet us and we'll get the blue nun on for an episode <laughs> you're murder anyway he yeah wasn't. it was a ghost apparently that stayed I, there anyway yeah she haunted dorm five apparently like years later she killed a wee boy or something like that that was in the alleged lore yes. um so yeah growing up with that i, I, I thought that talk to me really resonated yeah um so it was and the, it was my first favorite film of the year but then what you said it's probably
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: Quite drunk drugs, so I went, yeah, probably is. i put it to second place. Um, but I really liked it. It was yeah. the first horror, I will say, in a long, long while that I have, I actually like, oh, looked yeah. away. And it was because, when wee was going, oof, 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 oof. Well, yeah, there's like oh, a, the a, a, mutil- a self-mutilation part because yeah, the, well done. That when, was articulate. Yeah, whenever the possession goes a bit too, uh, it long, goes awry. It goes on a bit too long. Yeah, um, because they also make you care about the characters, including that wee boy. I gave a fuck about him. Like, yeah. So, like, it was oh, like, oh, he's the wee kid trying to seem cool, yeah. try to fit in, and here he is trying to guard his eyes out. Oh, it's so sad, actually. Like, and I almost alluded to a trend in A twenty four films now that we're seeing. If you're in the car with a child and you spot a dead animal, fucking run! Like get out, of, <laughs> out of the city, out of I go away. Or tragedy will strike. Tragedy will get you. The, you know the head will be off. He'll be gouging out of his eyes on the fucking sideboard. Like something will happen to them, and you need to be careful. Yes. because it could happen to yeah. you. And great performances from unknown actors. Yes, which I lo- do. You know what? See when I see a horror film. And there's actors I don't know in it. Mm-hmm. It feels real. Yeah. Because I don't know them. I don't he, know their story. Even though there was like one woman in it and she played the mum, and I think I only see I've seen her in like uh that one Sabrina reboot thing. I never watched it. I only it. watched she's at series one anyway, so I don't really Miranda Otto, that's her name. Miranda Otto. Oh she's in Lord of the Ring. Oh yeah, she played um I haven't seen it. Wee elf, Sorry. that. We that We Elf. <laughs> that Wee Tall Elf woman. That Wee Elf she plays. Um I she does. she was in it, so she was familiar. Yes. her Owen? Is that the name of the fucking elf? Anyway. <laughs> um, but the more we know. Yeah. So what was your, your blockbuster? Theo's, if you only watch one film from 2023, this is it. Well, what is it? I think it's going to be Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oh, um, for the aforementioned re- <laughs> For the aforementioned reasons. reasonings of um a brilliant little project that was like but i know it was like obviously one of the biggest films of the year yeah it was good i loved it and what's it rated good on Letterbox? Uh, Sorry. an average 4.3 okay you give it get four out. and a half i give it five. Oh, i thought i'd give it five i'm a liar i'm a liar actress you just get Blah. the fuck out get the fuck out um i love oppenheimer love that love that from you do you want to know mine i'm quite excited to tell you manfield because it's something we have not mentioned yet well, it's a movie that I really want to see. It's a movie you really want to see, Mom. And I'm kind of jealous you did get to see it. It's... Oh, I love it. I love it. See what I say? That an indie film is my favorite film of the year. <laughs> I feel better than you all. Yeah. I feel I am a film geek. I feel like Martin Scorsese sitting in the cafe Nero drinking a double espresso macchiato, watching the world because I know what goes on. Yeah. Because I've seen an indie film. And that's why I watch them because I feel good. Just, just so you can say you've seen an indie film I've today. I've seen an indie film today. Um, it's I love when I go to the cinema and someone goes, "Oh, what did you do yesterday?" and I goes, "I went to the cinema." And they goes, "What did you see?" and I you oh, "I probably never heard of it." Oh, shut up! I love it. Well, I it. Eat, 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 tell it. us. I do a little dance. Oh, I would tell you, so you probably never heard of it. All right, okay, get, keep, keep. Anyways, it. no, I'm not gonna keep. This is get share. It is a film, right? I would share my number one, but you guys probably haven't heard of it. So, anyway, you heard of it. So, we'll next have... segment, okay. it is called. Are you ready? Yeah. Right. It's called Fam. Oh my god, he said it. Emmy... <laughs> Mme, I think it's. Her... I never had to type it. But anyways, yes. it's a film uh starring incredible actors, and incredible direction, and incredible. Cinematography about an all too harrowing tale, and it's a, rever- a revenge. River Island. It's a it's a River Island gift card. It's a revenge <laughs> thriller, okay. um, centered around a queer, homophobic attack, right? Um, and dare I say, it's probably the best entry into queer cinema I've ever seen cinematically. Wow, well, that's very good words you used there. Thank you. I'm feeling a little today. Yeah. I can't speak, but I can read and write. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Um... It's really, really amazing. So it basically follows the story of Jules, a drag performer in East London. I, I'm um, so tired. I thought you were going to say who, Lip syncs to Cleo by Shy Girl, which London. I've had on repeat ever since because it was the first time I ever heard it. He's lit to the party, guys. Mm. I was like, what do you mean? You've got me feeling like movie star, what? All eyes on me. I says, here be you, what? <laughs> I, I loved it so much. And yeah, basically, there's like a little uh, alteration in a uh, wee, like, corner shop. And... It leads to something very harrowing and very, very hard to watch. Okay. I'll not lie, right? It's in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. Um, Jules, the drag performer, drag artist, gets beat the fuck up by a group of, oh, we're straight. Yeah. Um, it's, you see it in the trailer. I thought that was the well, whole thing. So it, it wasn't watching. I, we- it. I wept. Well, from watching the trailer, what I've gathered is that there seems to be a bit of a, an unhealthy relationship between the person that uh... it's a revenge thriller. Yeah, commit. I'll not spoil the whole thing, but basically, essentially, Jules, after the attack, like, won't go out, doesn't do drag, sits in home, wastes away. Yeah, um, has some arguments with a housemate who's played by John Mcrae fabulously, oh. and decides, "Fuck this, there away, I'm going to the sauna," and the sauna is where gay people meet for sex, and when jules gets to the sauna who's in the corner the fucking guy that attacked them oh right yeah gay closet case you, you can almost leave it at that and that's enough for people to go watch it it's do you know what i sat at the end of the movie after the really honestly underwhelming conclusion but i enjoyed it because it was that yeah um i was watching the last scene play out. Right? again something happens i'm not gonna tell you and i sat <sighs> it's one of the best films i've ever seen in my life i'll tell you sister of the podcast victoria yeah. was with me we sat there for 10 minutes we were the last ones out of that fucking cinema because oh my god well i really want to see it, it. pure cinema where can I watch that? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was a BBC film, so I assume BBC iPlayer will be very what? soon. <laughs> um, well, it was 18. You said, I think too. it was an 18. There's lots of gay sex. Which, you don't see much of that
2: around. 18s... You don't. I was
1: quite shocked. Um, do you? Like, I genuinely... understand why it was an 18 because I, I think about it every day still. Oh, that sounds really bad, but I do. It's very harrowing. Okay, well, I mean, it's not an easy watch. I warn you that, but it's so worthwhile well, bloody well we'll watch it at some point yeah um so that's film right we'll talk quickly about tv well, fuck what we me. watched jesus christ we we'll, we'll just watch? shout out right. some mentions of so what we've seen we we'll watched uh squid game the challenge brilliant um, um a, a guilty pleasure almost because it seemed out of i felt like, late to the party yeah but out of all like reality tv show competitions it was like um morally it was weird yeah i don't I, know how uh, to explain it yeah, I was watching people have meltdowns, and I was like, "Yeah, because that's like their, li- their lives are like on the line." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I've taken all this time off work. I'm like, "Well, that's very fault." I don't uh, have a job <laughs> to go back to. My mom is in the hospital. Yeah, like, I need the money. Remember whenever of games? And then they had really like a bit of honeycomb, so they're out. Yeah, remember one games? was like, really... "I'm going like to Hall- on a holiday to the Maldives. That's what I'm gonna do for the price." So day. easy. Do you remember people were like, "Oh, I might like a new car." Yeah, I want a new phone. Yeah. So they went on the chase, and now everyone's like, "Oh, these medical bills." We really bills need adding up. Yeah, we need a family computer, and we just haven't really found gotcha. the money or time. I can't <laughs> afford to keep my uncle alive. Yeah, and you're like, like "What the <laughs> fuck?" Like that's what people are competing for now. Exactly. People are not competing for pleasures; they're competing for things that should be given to them. For anyways, that's another podcast. We watch Big Brother. And we watch Big Brother. Theo and Jordan are in different countries watching Big, Big Brother. Brother. Do you know what I remember running through Manchester? Was it Piccadilly? Piccadilly. Um, trying to live stream the eviction because we had just been doing a gig, and it was the gaggiest eviction. Of the it whole was. Series. Oh, we were gooped We got to the platform. Shock elimination. Trish went home, and the train was delayed. And we were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> it was awful. No, no, no. We yes, you're right. Sorry, you're right. Trish you're was right. evicted that yes. night because we sat in the trailer silence for about ten minutes, not know what to do. Yeah, that's... that was our lives for a while. That was also the next. We're going to mix. Anyway, oh yeah, a funny moment on the train. Anyway, um... Uh What else did I watch this year? Well, we... I introduced Theo to the traitors. Yeah, which Loved was last it. year, but for me, it's very this year. Yeah, because he remembers it, and we played a little traitors game. Yes, uh, Friends, and it was lovely. Theo was a traitor. I was. And I got to the final two. <sighs> he did, but then I cocked him unanimously up. Unanimously, we all said it's Theo. Um, yeah, because I cocked it up in the second, the just the penultimate round. Yeah, which is gutting. hashtag gutting. <sighs> but um yeah, season two of that's coming out very soon. Can't wait. Very soon it's the third of January it's coming out. So about what, what one, two, five days? Oh. Wednesday it comes up Wednesday. Can't be it. Um, so excited. What else? Um I didn't Any... really watch much stuff. I didn't watch like many like Fictional shows that makes sense. Oh, I did. standards was so good this year. Well, you, you okay? So good this year. That Christmas special. You, what? You be mummy over here? Um, I love he standards. So I, I will say, of course, I used to go up Doctor Who with my dad. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, and just abandoned it like years ago. Oh, that's unfortunate. But Shuity Gatwa piqued my interest again. I might watch, watch it Gatwa. again Cause he's okay. yeah because he's great. And I've been saying a lot I about all the... my socials, and I'm thinking, is this for me? maybe not i mean i feel like <laughs> that's that answered. <laughs> i watched the christmas special I um with shooty Gatwa and the woman who plays it was really well watched yeah um and it was brilliant it was brilliant L'Evon-L'Eye. surprise musical number in there uh it was oh yeah that's... it was bizarre but we'll see um <laughs> all right maybe not watch it. but um but musical that is... number but like it was like not what was it called diegetic as in like they they were actually like Singing, if that makes sense, like it was not happening. It was in the narrative rather than happening. You know why most musicals—it wasn't like I'm You mean? No, but you know why most musicals are like they're like normal. Then they song and dance, and then they return to being normal again. And it's almost like in the narrative, nothing's happened in between. Yeah, Yeah, it's not like that. It's like a part of the narrative. Like there was a part of the narrative that makes sense. Like it was happening in the real world for them. You know what I mean? So they were aware. They were like, yeah, because. It was almost a performance because they were goblins and they were like they, there was like a band of goblins anyway Bits this was christmas number one i think this year no it was last christmas by one. Oh, wasn't it? okay it was the first time that. ever which i said i think it was like we getting up there though this goblin song anyway <laughs> <laughs> do you know what they i always feel so in touch with the world until you talk about something that i go Why what have i missed this the goblin song (laughs) what the fuck is the goblin song which was allegedly (laughs) christmas number one No, it wasn't christmas number one but it was like in the charts it was on the charts i think i think it was seeing some people talking about it i don't know i could be wrong but i think i think it was on the charts the christmas charts (sighs) Uh, but i think it was just like a christmas gag (gasps) me gagging but Shudy Gat was great and he was funny, but he was also like good, you know. What good. I mean? Well, that was film and TV. So yeah, I might watch that again. Love film and love TV. Oh, House of the Dragon season two. We'll be watching that next year. Are we talking about predictions? No, I'm just talking about like I thought we were. That was also part of this that we're going to. Oh yeah, it could be. Uh what else is coming out next year? I'm so excited for Priscilla. Oh yeah. I'm excited for. That's yeah. Saw eleven, I'm awful excited for. I Love Saw, we yeah. knew that. Actually, do not I don't know, uh, um, remember what films are coming out this year. That's the only like ones on my mind. I can't really think of much else. I will say, like, Wicked comes out next year. Wicked oh, yeah. Part One. I'll watch that. I'll see it. I'm, I mean, like, yeah. it's funny how that they like, have been talking about this that, that this film's coming out for about ten years and it's actually coming out now. It's like, what? Well, it doesn't feel real. I feel like the day before it comes out, yeah. it, they'll go back, ha <laughs> ha. Guys, it's been cancelled again. We're gonna forty years pre, we're back in pre-production. I just I don't, <laughs> don't see it. it was I was going to come out, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Who knows? Yeah, I mean the set photos were good. Do, Do you think, think the SAG after strike was invented to halt the delay? <laughs> That's actually quite funny. <laughs> He said, "Guys, we're not doing this. Sorry, we're, strike. We're back in pre-production it for the eighteenth time because uh, strikes. <laughs> it's just super so bizarre. But yeah, that's, that's that's film and TV. Love film and love TV." So now guys, after that lovely little Rambo, little? you have reached Little <laughs> You have reached the music section of the podcast. Where we sing you songs based on your listening. That was a joke. We're just gonna talk to you, a little casual chitty-chat-chat-chat chat, chat, about our favourite listenings, our favourite releases, our favourite pieces of wax, our favourite gigs, our favourite live events, musically wise. Of the 2023 year, oh. so kicking it off, I feel like the biggest musical event for us this year was our first in-person taste of the Eurovision. Oh bloody hell! With the... Solly, is it Solly? I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, we went to the Eurovision Song Contest 2023 in Liverpool, United Kingdom. Um, Had a bloody well good time. It was fucking amazing. Saw so a few of the acts live. A few, we saw so many. Yes, yeah, so many. Who was um, your standout act live? What? What? Who was your standout oh, act live for Eurovision? Yeah, we went um, to, to loads. It was uh Luke Black and uh, Karia. Karia. Um, I think my favorite live was maybe was Serbia and Finland? Claire from Steps. Or. Oh, if- I loved it when she signed Sophie for Sophia really did bring the crowd together. She was really good, too, to be She met on the dance floor. No, I think I loved Rosanna the most. She, every time, she loved speaking to the audience. She Any loved it. She, got. she said, guys, thank you so much for being here. And then she'd go, like, she would talk for ages. And, and we'd all be like, woo! <laughs> we'd all be like, woo! Because, I feel like she would come on for, like, a 50-minute set. Talk for, like... Yeah and sing two songs okay. and be like Wild Dancers yeah, <laughs> Oh what is how's that song going? <laughs> in. Anyway. Uh, so yeah we went to the Eurovision and that was camp. How many of your top five songs of the year were Eurovision songs? None of them. Right? That, yes. Um I mean, do you mean like on Spotify? Yeah, on your rap. No? I mean oh. Okay. I'm scrolling um, and I'm just Well I have three out of five, which I thought was good for me um okay well so far my top song is actually serbia's entry um yeah. samuel misi spava what's the time, the oh, oh, there you go there's someone spava, some spava on my on my end of year playlist but it's really towards the bottom which is that bad thing because it's still top 50. yeah and it i think yeah. it's so good um actually i think that's the only song that is in my top 50. oh no who, who the hell is edgar's higher oh my god you're such a good writer is it was a and my body. It anyway. was so good. I also had um Tattoo from Sweden, the winner. I'm surprised it's not here somehow, but yeah. What did you call that? I wrote a song, May Muller? May yeah. Muller Light. I mean <laughs> That's a... a good drag name, May Muller Light. Th- yeah, alright. That's quite creative. Um, so yeah, we went to the origin, that was probably my music highlight of the year. Yeah. But also I wanna say we were there at the this is not Eurovision, I don't know why I've done them so close together. One of the biggest albums of the year for us little queer people. That's so cool. big that here's a gag Theo and I got each other it That's for great. each other. On, how am I speaking English this day? Theo and I got Christmas presents for each other as one do's, and we both got each other the same record, which was. Desire! Ha 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 ha! I wanna turn into you. By Caroline Policek. <laughs> um. And it was amazing. We were there at the album release show And the party on, and the party yo, <laughs> on Valentine's Day, wasn't it? Yes it in is. the event of Apollo there in Hammersmith, London. And fuck me, it's such a good album. It was one of my favourite shows. And I saw her again two months later, but I was front row this time. <gasps> Did you gag and squeal? I fucking loved it. I mean, was this something so great? Because it was such a small venue. I love a small venue show. Yeah. Like, we saw, as well, um, another one of my standout albums of the year, actually, uh, Baby Queen. She oh. released Quarter Life Crisis, and we actually attended the Quarter Life Crisis tour. And it was so weird. In Manchester. Yeah, I've never been to a show where I knew less songs, but it was fine. It, yeah, because we went on the 9th, I want to say. Um The album, and came, out the album came out the next day, so. Or something like that. We, we didn't know the songs, but, Still, it. I really liked it, yeah. And I liked listening to the album for the first time, already knowing, like, I like that one. Did this she do an right? ordered? No, no, but she like introduced every song, right? So it was like when the album came out, then at midnight, and I got back to my little hotel, I said, I'll listen, and I knew what I was listening for, yeah. Um, and that was a big stand up. Also, I feel like we need to talk about it. Probably the biggest song of the year, what Padan. Padam. It's not the biggest song of the year, but I would I, say it would be the biggest song of the year. I don't have a contender in my mind. Okay, a song that had that much cultural relevance, had that much discourse and discussion, was atop the charts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, you're right. You're I right. loved Padam, Padam. So I try, missed my moment. I, I kind not of even know. I've been a really struggled trying to, for some reason I'm trying to think about others music that came out this year, but like, it wasn't the biggest year for music, not for like big releases. No. For, like, there like was no Gaga album, again, what the fuck's up with that? I mean, it's been. it's only been three years. I mean, she's yeah, like, give me another. Can't die. Give me another. Be- Phoebe, I don't know why I brought her up. Um, Do you know what? For the first time Phoebe, in my life, just... Lady Gaga was not in my top five Spotify artists. Okay, I just, I just first started a, a sentence <laughs> Do you remember Phoebe? All right. Uh, Phoebe say, like, she hasn't released an album the same amount of time, but we're not harping on her. <laughs> that's because i'm still content right. with hers i need more i'm like all right gaga this is great i've digested it where's the next can... i have the cds i have the records where's the next where are we going from here yeah. you know Should what I... I mean is it safe to say chromatica has it aged as appropriately as it could have i don't think it's that it hasn't aged i think so we're talking about 2029 it... chromatica came out obviously the aforementioned podcast an album lost to lockdown explores the trials and tribulations of the release our biggest um, release so far as well. What's it? I think, is it not? I don't think it was. It didn't do well. Our chromatica episode. Oh, I thought you meant, Oh, not her album. The album no. wasn't great, but no, it is our uh, most listened to episode, most liked, <laughs> most shared and whatnot. Um, but, so that's how a lot of you discovered us. Maybe, yeah. Wow. But you're still here. Um, you fucking best be um anyways what was i talking about again my head is like a sieve this day I don't know could just drop it it's probably chromatica but that's 2020 yes no sorry it came out in 2020 obviously pandemic whatever so me when i listen to that i go back there yeah it reminds me of sitting in a car park i mean that's what how six I'm, feet away from everyone else that's what how i'm feeling now is for charlie yeah. and do you listen well, when you listen to it now, does that, like, transport you back? Well, yeah, but even the lyrics and everything, like, it's kind of, like, alluding to that, like, yearning for freedom, kind of Yeah, like, am I still alive? What? Where am I, I cry? Well, that's Gaga. No, I'm talking about, sorry, I was talking about how I'm feeling now there. Okay. <laughs> I haven't listened yet, but I will one day. You should, I feel like you, yeah. Here's the you, thing, start right? on the, the whole experience of that album coming out, but yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, this is really weird. What? I do this thing with music, right? What? <laughs> See if I discover an artist, right? And they have a few albums art art. Art? <laughs> <laughs> they have a few albums art. Yeah. They already have a few albums released. And I discover one album and I love it. Yeah, you're not going back. <laughs> I'm not listening to the others until I'm bored of this one, I need something else. That's what you did with Fuck you you did that with someone who I'm like, you did that with Lord i did it with lord where you were so stuck with... on pure heroin that you weren't ready for melodrama no even though melodrama had already been out for four years at that literally point. i went <laughs> literally pure heroin and like it was constant rotation like i yeah. never stopped listening to so i love pure heroin and then melodrama came out whatever ready thing. for it yeah so I did, I did listen and then when i was ready it coincided with the release of solar power so and then when solar power had aged for me i went back and listened to melodrama I know so it's weird. one of my favorite albums. My Lord. <laughs> it was the same with *Wise Blood*. Like I'm, I'm only now listening your, your to ones? the albums that came out before *Titanic Rising* not, because we had *Titanic yet. Rising* and then we had *And in the Darkness Hearts of Glow. And then I was still loving that. I didn't need anything else. And then I was like, okay, hey, well, I'm, I'm gonna be listening to other stuff. And that's when gosh, it came. Did she yes. perform any of that other concert? No, or it helped. No, funny. did she? No, she didn't. Okay, and I love that concert. It was one of the best well, nights of my life. I honestly, I would have I would quite like to see her live at some point. Cried but I almost so don't much. want to see her live. So ethereal. Th- too far down the line because more album sales like the less. likely she's gonna play Titanic Rising. No, so <laughs> she'll still play movies and the drama. Well, yeah, like the I... biggest. She also she's done "Picture change. Me Better." She said like, she signed something. All oh, right. Change. Um. Okay, so my fans. Okay, good. But she also signed "God Turn Me Into a Flower." Well, and yeah, I yes. It felt like I was crying, but I wasn't actually crying. Like my heart just went. Well, The whole fucking like four minutes on. That was crew drawing of an angel for, uh, who'd you call her, Caroline, for me, when, when I saw her by myself. It was fucking beautiful. Which was my second most dream uh, uh, <laughs> 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 That was crew drawing of <laughs> an angel was, like, without copyright as well. I love backlit See, when Wise Blood, um, Performed when Natalie performed God Her into a Flower, there was this like homemade VHS tape playing, and there was no light on her apart from like her dress, which had a heart, a heart. in it Look, glue, glued. glue, glue, <laughs> which glowed. Is that the right word? It glued red, yeah. Oh, um, I don't so know. like yeah. that was glowing, and the, like the tape was oh, it was one of the best moments of my life, I'll never forget wow. it in the roundhouse in Camden. Camden, Camden. Camden, darling. Um, Camden, so wait. sorry, Camden. I was. Yeah. Well, um, well, what else are we doing? Our what are we doing? Like the top oh, albums kind of Yeah, album let's or? just like. I mean, I pretty much mentioned my top albums. I don't know if I'm so sure to rank them. Are you? Like, I there's can, 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 can nothing mine. I can be like. This was my top album of the year. I can rank mine. Okay, pop off. Uh, I'll just throw my honorable mention out to Choice of bands, something to give each other. I'm giving But my number three is, in the end, it always does by the Japanese House. Okay. Uh, which had a few of my favorite songs of the year on there. Okay. Ala Sunshine Baby, Ala Touching Yourself, Uh, Friends, co-written by Charlie Sivan. Love her and Uh, Sad to Breathe. That's all I Um. Pop off. it's sad to breathe the air when you're not there um oh yeah. it's very Muna. Sad to breathe well i mean no i well, said to features on the album the <laughs> now that you're not here boy now that i'm alone boy now that i cannot breathe in your hair <laughs> do you know what, what i mean what was that that was my cover of yeah. one that got away but featuring the words of what was that what song that called no you're not here sad to, sad breathe. to breathe yeah so well, I hate that well <laughs> does feature on the album what does she sing they sing, they sing morning pages together <laughs> morning pages Me when I meet the sun <laughs> <laughs> I hope not um, do you know are you going to rank them at all or am I just going to do it as a fan you can do it as will okay. think Okay. because well, I don't know my number two um, was uh, did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard Atlanta, that was not like, this year that was this year February no March sorry March, but we listened to N.W. so many long ago that we listened to it the day Caroline Show was because that song came out the day Caroline's album came out. Which I mean, okay, my most streamed song was from the New Lana record, or was Paris Texas featuring?
2: This is
1: an addicting. the most... Texas. Texas. <laughs> it's the funniest fucking song. Know, it's like it is <laughs> a, It's like a little, like a little like that you do in the, yeah. the beginning. Texas. I love, that. But I love that motif of like this like these like uh like romanticized places like Paris and Venice but then being like Paris Texas, Texas Venice. Venice California <laughs> sorry and then like what was the other one Florence Alabama yeah um I like I love that it was that good. theme and I just like the lyrics are beautiful Sex. and that part where it rises and like what is crescendo it, it, yes it's crescendo where it's like uh, oh, it's not quite a crescendo, actually. I, I, I wouldn't call it that. Uh, but where she's, like, um... If a vocally crescendo, is Oh, inside. fuck. No, talk for a second. So, <laughs> I think that <laughs> well, I... figure it out. Uh, yeah, that... Well, to be fair, um... The you spoiler, know, there, this song, since it was my top song, is probably my favourite song. Uh, I don't think yeah. we can play it with a copyright. Oh, no, we're not going to play it. Okay. Um, I think that... Yeah, that's probably really up there for me, actually. I didn't know that that was this year. Yeah. Because it feels old. Um... I see. okay i see what you mean sorry um the, but i really liked like the but it doesn't feel like a new Lana album no it doesn't for yeah for me it feels like the for me. Um, um this journey this journey that she's been on since she released norman fucking rockwell that she's been i feel like trying to almost yeah yeah do but then like she's finally made this and it's not her best work in my opinion. Yeah, I really like it. Um, um, I think my favorite song from that album oh, yes. is probably what's the one with John Baptiste? Oh, Candy Necklace. Candy oh, really, uh, a brilliant it. one. Candy Necklace. They just repeat that on forever and ever. Yeah, it's and it's like dark, and it's like. Oh, I'm gonna make the playlist tonight. Burning. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't listened to that album in a while, and I actually bought the CD for the car. We should listen. I really um,
2: like
1: it. Oh yeah, that the, my favorite part of the song is probably my most replayed part of any song, potentially ever. You, you find a song there's like a specific part that you just like need to keep going back to. Do you ever do yes. that? Yes. It was. It's a part where like it's like before the last um chorus. I don't really know how the songs really structured. A bridge. But it's like. I mean, it was like. Um, When everyone's star is bright Brighter than you are, it's time to go And you're the only one left Dancing her on the floor <laughs> Time to go That part there It's towards the end um, Brilliant Let me read the lyrics What is fucking it? Fucking love that part I literally It's probably the most replayed part of any song ever I don't know why Yeah, I know it that Because hit. the music simplifies But also builds <sighs> Yeah, it just hits It really crescendos it. But instruments drop off it, that feeling it almost falls into a diminuendo before the vocal line ends <laughs> oh, you better work that's correct that word no, whenever did i not eat whenever you said about that song making you feel like you were crying you were, you yeah like it's that, like that. i can't explain it that's... <laughs> it's like you <gasps> it feels like that and it's like is it like an orgasm but in the chest yeah i almost it. you feel song. open and yeah. like, it's like if you have back pain you don't do anymore because you've been cleansed you know it like it feels like that right and i, I almost like take the song because oh, like to be to like miss. texas With this... <laughs> i love it i just like it's jump it's um i almost feel like it's about growing old and like yeah what else going on like yes. i feel like even a bit about death which is like death. when like death. Ev- whenever um you feel like yes mm-hmm. i don't know sorry i <sighs> Sorry. Should, should we, we do a deep dive it's just, it's just too good Yeah, yeah I feel like I need to save all these thoughts you um, so know what we could do we could do Insta Reels I think that's quite that was, anyway we'll talk about it later <laughs> yeah, um, anyway, yeah my top album though yes so that was my second uh, top. that wasn't your top no I know Fuck. buckle in folks no I won't go too much <laughs> into the individual tracks because no. for me Desire I Want to Turn Into You by Caroline Polachek my album of the year nice for, bunch um, um, song. Uh, pretty impossible interesting it's not mine well no it's probably my most listened to song was crude drawing of an angel from that album my favorites are a toss-up between butterfly net and crew drawing of an angel right um but that's probably up there for my favorites as well i will album's. also give "Welcome to my island and I, come in. and i believe um some shout outs because i believe i believe uh, a sophie tribute i think it's wonderful um, yeah it was nice I can make a playlist sort of Sophie tributes, I feel like. like Yeah, there's a lot. Because she also, as we will discover in the aforementioned new release, um, our next series. Oh yes. Um, tribute to queer music, we're gonna discover there's a lot of referencing to Sophie because she was also pioneering in (laughs) she was so pioneering in the not only the queer music scene, but the also electronic scene. It was very much when she died, people were like like I felt like people were like, who is this? And then all of a sudden all, all these fucking favourite artists. Yeah, but you were already out. loving every person's insights. I was I oil oil love every person's on insights. I can't do it because it's meant to sound like it's Scottish. Scottish. I I'll I wonder um, who's Scottish I'll get her to step separate. Yeah. Um but like yeah. trying to say it in a Scottish accent while also knowing you're saying another sentence is fucking my head a wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the um, same when you have to say it's um sp- Space Girl. Space ghetto, space ghetto, and a ghetto. LA accent, space song, ghetto, so Spice Girl, and Scottish, space yeah. ghetto, space ghetto, space ghetto, space ghetto, yeah, okay. yeah, man, like look at this space ghetto, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, I feel like music-wise, this year I went back in time. Oh, I, you were, I had a phase reminiscing. Um, no, because I wasn't alive. Uh, <laughs> I really got into like. 1970s psychedelic rock
2: this year.
1: Um, Interesting. I don't know why. I meditate a lot. It's been a big year for meditation, and I found that I just really like the frequencies and the vibes of um, psychedelic rock. So that's so fun, funky, and fresh. Yeah, and because I would go and you know, I would watch an indie film and then come home and meditate with my psychedelic rock, <laughs> and I was yeah. the main character for a yeah. Um, and that was great. But um, yeah, I feel like it's been a big year. Because, and I'm so actually, in retrospect, wrapped, I'm so grateful for it. There have not been major releases. There have been a few, but it hasn't been like, I feel like the past few years we've been fucking crowded with albums, Bombard, there's like yeah. a new one every fucking Friday. But this year there hasn't been that. So it's well, give me time to go back and listen to albums I hadn't. And like, indulge in albums I hadn't. For example, um, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. I surprised really surprised. I'd, like, I'd heard it. Like a few of the songs on my playlist this was the first year i actually went through the album and now it's, it's fucking art it's so good wonderful 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 i'm very excited for what she does next hopefully it's this so year because it's over two phoebe well she was very focused on boy genius i guess this year i can't get into boy genius the same way i really try i just can't, I can't get it in, into it the same way but i still really enjoy but i mean i say the record is probably one of my favorite releases but it's like maybe top, top 15 oh, yeah. maybe something oh, okay like that. I'm not saying it's like so. i don't think i could name you 15 albums that came out this year i probably could tension by kylie minogue i love kylie minogue oh yeah, oh, yeah i have a few here this is why revel permanent no. damage oh permanent damage came out this year oh my god yeah <gasps> Fuck off! uh tom Musson's album came out this year and i loved it too oh shame so many, so many albums I usually like to keep track of what I like. But here's the thing. So see, um, like this, Joseph's album, yeah, Permanent Damage, so many of them were singles I'd already heard, so I feel like in sing- my mind it wasn't a new release. Yeah, the singles were the best songs somehow, for the most part No, there was one I really loved. It'll come to me in time. He did release a lot of singles for that album. Near enough everything. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like three album-only tracks in the The only end. time... I mean, Charlie did that first self-release where she released a new single every month, I think. I guess it, it was his debut, until, so maybe, like... Oh, yeah. It was sort of he like, needed to, like, build up. He needed to build up the excitement for it and hype and maybe, yeah. you know, with like one or two songs. Especially now, like, fucking fair fucks to you if you're an artist at the minute because it's so difficult to get yourself off the ground because I feel like, you know, everyone, including not only, like, self-represented artists, but, like, labels and stuff are looking and reaching to TikTok to sort of try and promote, but they're not realising that, when that trend dies, what's happening? Oh, like, I feel like we're noticing a, a lot at the minute with that song. Um, is it Stick Season, it's called? Yeah. Everyone plays it at work. I can't stand it. I think it's awful. But um, the lyrics is it the by... Yeah, no. Is it? No, is that it's that like one? a wee like... So it's like early edge, The lyrics are like, Oh, it's like, what? oh the doctor I mean, no... told me to travel, but there's COVID on the plane. Covid, literally. I'm like, mate, if you're name dropping Covid, you may as well quit your job, your <laughs> back to the bar. Um, <laughs> I just think it's awful, and I'm like, obviously, it's like it's really big at the minute, and I'm like, well, what's next for him? It's because Where you, you go from that. Like, you you not like they're not promoting artists anymore. No, they're just promoting songs. Songs. That's it. And and artists are becoming replaceable and dispensable. It also doesn't help that talk shows. You only get on talk shows if you're promoting nowadays. You can't go on touch shows to be on a talk your, show promote, yeah. your, promote yourself. Exactly, that was so articulate. Well time. No, because my dad was talking about it the other day, and it was like true. Because like he would have grown up with Parkinson. Yeah, I'm not talking about the disease. Talking, <laughs> I was like, is he okay? I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking about the talk show guy. Um, yeah, they wouldn't go on to like. No, I like, noticed like, that. Recently they wouldn't record, be. Yeah, sure, yeah, they like all the fucking clips are like. Who like, would like, oh, have this person I on? I've seen you in this film, Jennifer, and you yeah. fabulous. Yeah, literally. And I'm like, yeah, because it comes out next week. Yeah, she's here to talk about it. That's her job. Literally, I'm like, it's just dead now. <sighs> but that's music and i love music do you enjoy it yes so do i hope it's not the death of the artist i actually yeah i fear that this year is leading to no. it <laughs> especially with all this ai shit i don't think so was have you seen so many like ai covers and all this on like your tiktok and your twitter and... that's why i'm really disappointed in grimes at the is she using a lot of ai yeah her voice is completely uh now uh replicated by ai and she uses it a lot now not dead. Where's your integrity? Her music video for most recent, her most recent song, which was dog shit by the way, the song. Um, the. Video, her. The music video was like recorded like with like regular cameras, but completely altered with AI. Like, oh shit! Yeah, I fucking hate that. Really oh, I was weird. just like, this is just like because like Don't then I... you go you go back to her, like her, our angels days, and even her like last album release, and like she's a, she's she's a great artist i don't know what the fuck she's doing yeah like she has a brain for it well what are we looking forward to next year Sam? we have lord new album coming out we have <gasps> lily gaga new album coming out we have fka well, twigs new album coming out my airpods are gonna be in my ears 24 yeah, 7 this charlie next year. new album coming out i don't know that's quite exciting her rave well her rave She, well, has how she's kind of been? Describing i will see her. like she never accepted me onto Brat 360 song, so i don't know yeah, her um as she's been describing her Gossipy rave album, is which is interesting. Music. I love gossip and pass, um yes Who else? Yeah, has an artist. I mean, Ariana's really soon but I don't really. Yeah, not great big, for I'm not a big Ariana fan. I've never actually listened to one of her albums fully through. I, I just think you think I was alright. Yeah. The other one, I didn't like how the album May... cover was upside down. What was it put me off? I says no. I don't really care what the other ones are. Mine. Um, there was a sweetener. Maybe was upside was, down. They're both upside down. Oh fuck out then. Who cares? Um, but. Yeah, who knows what 2024 and the were mean, old and pleasant for me. The music, hopefully, that fucking deluxe edition of Desire comes out. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, Julie, but has not new album coming out? Oh, I'm looking forward and to it! Right. And I'm excited after I put Houdini off for about two weeks, I don't know why. Yeah, I can't remember. And then listened and I was like, I'm sorry. Um, I number. feel like just li- I feel like 2024 is going to be the new like artist who released in 2020 or releasing, or in releasing Beyonce again. might surprise drop them. Renaissance was twenty twenty. Well, she did remember she's doing a three act thing. I think act one was Renaissance. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah, we're missing act two and three right now. So act two might come out. Who knows? We didn't get a follow up to Art Pop. Just we great. also didn't get years. the visuals for Renaissance, but she teased like the whole like visual album, but didn't come out. Interesting. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. I also haven't
1: listened to Renaissance. Oh wait, anyway, I'm not really. It was one of my favorite one of my favorite albums last year. It was just great. It fucking great every song went into each other it would be brilliant near enough you like this transition right well transition. that is music musica so Theo that was 2023 2023 what a, what a year what a long podcast episode. <laughs> <frightening>. <laughs> um, what's next? What's coming for us? We have a new series. Happiness. Um, coming out. Happiness, hopefully, it says on my t shirt. Um, we have a new series coming out yeah. called My Radio Came Out, hey. um, which is so exciting. Yeah. Uh, we're ready to play. We'll have more. <laughs> they was writing a play. I'm auditioning for acting roles. <laughs> um, we're going to Berlin. We're going to the Eurovision, Malmo, Sweden. Yes. All right, um, Hmm? Already got plans. Yeah, it's a busy year already, and I'm so excited. Busy for six months, I'll say that actually. Yeah, I haven't started planning <laughs> for the next half of the year, but yeah. I'll start that about Easter. I think. Uh maybe get a flat. Who knows what'll happen? Oh, well, no, yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm excited for what twenty twenty four has to hold. I feel like twenty twenty three was a fucking shitstorm yeah, of a time serious. for everyone, and it can only go up from here, eh? Yes. And I it'll be wait. E- 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 mama, e- 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 I love that that will be immortalized on this podcast. Like, we'll go like 10, 20 years in the future and look back and be like, that's how we used e- e- to talk. That's all you need. Um, so, yeah, I have been Jordan Paul, yours truly, actor, writer, photographer barista skateboarder ventriloquist skateboarder <laughs> i could do it if i needed to No, i'm just listing my skills <laughs> right you who've you been <laughs> you just opened your spotlight it says ah like, uh, professional riding jockey barista trained um, what is it on my cv it's like microsoft office three plus years mm-hmm. stage <laughs> combat trained so, uk driving license <laughs> <laughs> trained, trained at stage combat trained with swords who have you been i'll you yourself uh theo theo who i'm not doing all that <laughs> he's been theo trainer <gasps> actor writer director so singer mean? We, I we always include our surnames. Yeah, These are great. not new. That's fine. They were in the intro as well. Eagle-eyed okay. listeners, <laughs> eagle-eyed listeners, <laughs> eagle-eyed listeners can just simply Rewind, rewind, just like we have done this one year. Um, so, so we're going delusional. I'm sorry. It's been long. This uh has <laughs> been this has been your last episode of the year of one and a half Gaze. Look out for um, new visuals in the new year. A little new logo that's already debuted on the cover for this oh, episode. It's just so exciting. Um, just for the year, we'll see what happens. Some, yeah, I just thought we'd change it up, keep it fresh, and you know, love yourself, know your worth, worth. and um, fuck crying, crying over stupid, stupid boys who don't even recognize the worth in themselves, themselves. just, just trying to try to steal your youth. youth. Bye, bye. bye. Bye, bye. Anyways, Anyways, we, we thought, thought before we <laughs> leave you, I've got Before we leave you, we would leave you in the trusted arms of yourselves, our listeners, um, eagle-eyed viewers of the podcast, will know that. Where is he from? Doesn't matter. Well, basically, we reached out on Instagram and said that if you've any nice memories of the podcast, reach out, share them with us, um, to be featured. So here we go. We're gonna play all your little voice messages um from 2023 moments with us and here's to another year hi one and a half gays um what a year it's been in 2023 i've learned so much from you guys with um, the little horror series, this, that and but I think my favourite podcast of the whole year was definitely the Eurovision one because it's just so iconic and I cannot wait for you guys to do it again this year. My favourite moment on the podcast was whenever uh was the talking about the rum big road scale. It was so fucking funny.